0: It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole, wisdom and courage for the journey.
1: One of the most amazing and stunning things about Jesus when we study his life, the interaction of God and man is that he had a mom. Today's our Mother's Day special. And yes, we celebrate Mary. We celebrate all moms, and today, uh, to help us illuminate our lives and to, to learn more about being a mom is one of the most amazing women who's ever lived on the face of the earth, my spectacular wife, Judy. Great to have you on Brave Men.
0: It's good to be on Brave Men. Thank you. Yeah,
1: we're going to help some guys.
0: I hope so.
1: Yeah, you hope so, yeah, because mm-hmm. there's some guys who need some help, and we need help. We all need help. It's we were talking a minute ago. It's why we have instant replay in sports. Is because as men, we don't always remember stuff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see it again and again. And so, uh, so we're just going to get right into it. Okay. Okay. We're just you know the whole thing being a mom and everything. And we've been married for. Can
0: we talk about that? Can we, we talk? Can talk about that. We can. We can.
1: So like in the like when we had been married thirty five, thirty eight years, you didn't want to tell anybody.
0: I was fine with that.
1: Okay, but it's when you hit. We're, we're hitting 50 this year, 50 years,
0: 50 years. Yes. It's That's amazing. Crazy. crazy. It yeah. is crazy.
1: Well, it's amazing. You looked at me and went, it's it, amazing that I could do this for 50 this years. This is a
0: very needy man over here. Right? <laughs> You're amazing. You're <laughs> yeah. amazing. Fantastic. No, it's amazing.
1: That, <laughs> no. So the thing is, is that people ask us, how do you stay married for 50 years? And what do you tell them?
0: Hmm. Well, I, I tell him I'm a pretty special woman to put up with you. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Yeah, let me put that in my bio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put that in my bio. Yeah. And, no, my, I, and my wife has had to put up with me.
0: No, I think, um, honestly, I think that we both went into this relationship um, committed.
1: Mm, you yeah, know, and I yeah. think that yeah, fully
0: through the ups and downs of everything, um, we just... I think we just never gave up on that, that yeah. we, that was just not, m- not making it work was not an option for not us. An option. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. True. So yeah. we worked through it, worked through all my stuff, craziness. Mm-hmm. We actually forgot one of our anniversaries. We did. Which one was it? Seven. Seven. Seven.
0: Yes. <laughs> I was doing dishes and. Yeah. Lindsay yeah. was on the floor playing or something, and all of a sudden we both realized we'd forgotten our oh anniversary. Oh, my God, it's our
1: anniversary. <laughs> that's the last time.
0: I think kids will do that to your brain or Yes, I think that's maybe. what happens,
1: yeah. And you are an amazing mom. You have uh, three children mm-hmm. and uh, six grandchildren, and then we have three adopted grandchildren who live in Nashville. And uh, it's been quite a journey. I, I think sometimes we don't think about what it takes to be a mom, particularly as guys. Right. You know, and uh, what was the what would, what would be the highlights of being a mom? Mm. I mean, what would what would be like? This was the, this was the joy because we know there's hard work involved. And and after all, you raised two boys and a daughter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, <laughs> you know, it was interesting, interesting dynamics there. Right. As they grew up and they're fairly close together in age. What was What was the greatest part of being a mom?
0: Well, you know, I think for me, just the fact that I am a mom. um, You know, we had a hard time Mm -hmm. having children in the beginning. And so the fact that I am a mom at all is pretty amazing Mm. to me. Um, And um, I think for me now, the fact that my children live near me and that I get to have them nearby and we get to celebrate life all the time with them is just a real highlight for me yeah. now. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. pretty
1: amazing to have them close.
0: It is. And, it and, is. The, and
1: the grandkids. And uh, they call you Gammy.
0: They do. They I
1: remember you, you, you told Lindsay, you said, um, because we're originally from California, now we live in Texas. And there's a lot of different names yes. for grandparents,
0: yes. especially grandmothers. Yes.
1: And you decided...
0: I was not going to be one of those names. I'm
1: not going to be one of those. <laughs> so you came up with a name. Now, I've actually only heard it one other time from anybody.
0: Yeah, just a couple times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you're Gammy. I'm Gammy. You're Gammy. With no R. Right. You're Gammy. Right. And, and I remember Lindsay saying, saying to you, because with her first Reese, who's now 15, uh, Lindsay, our daughter, who's the oldest, said, uh, Mom, they're just going to call you whatever they call you. And you said.
0: No. That's, no. 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 They won't. They won't. We tell them, this is my name, and <laughs> this, this is, is how my it works. Name.
1: This is how it
0: works. That's how it works. <laughs> you It's know, like they call you mommy.
1: I, I love this. There's a story that I, I read recently of uh, football players, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy Smith, who's a wide receiver of the Jaguars. His mom's name is Ad Up. And the first time he ever caught a touchdown pass, he's 11 years old. And this just reminds me of you with your children because you rooted for your kids, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's that's what a mom does. And I, I think of Mary with Jesus. I opened with that. And I think of Mary rooting for her son, knowing who he was, right? Because she knew. And and of her, you know, imparting her life into him and her wisdom and rooting for him, and then the the disaster, if you will, of the cross, and then the resurrection, the things that happened, and and the turmoil of actually being his. Mom, and so anyway, so there's this, so in rooting for him. So uh, Jimmy Smith's mom, Adam, he was 11 years old. He catches a pass because he's a wide receiver, and and he goes out for a pass. He's 11, catches a pass. She's so excited he's caught a pass mm-hmm. because he set, gets set free. Like he he turns and the defender misses him, and he's running. She's so excited she jumps out of the stands, starts running along the sidelines, <laughs> yelling at him, yes. "Run, baby, run!" Yes. And she beat him to the touchdown line.
0: <laughs> well, something comes over us, you know, rooting for our kids. Yeah. I can remember just running back and forth <laughs> when my boys played football, you know, when our boys played football. Yeah. And that was just, you know, it was so exciting for just we root for our kids, you know, you root for your something kids. we just forget who we yeah. are in that moment. You know, yeah. it's all about them. We yeah, get so is. excited for them. Yeah. See,
1: it's an amazing thing as a man, you know. I mean I was there for the birth. Well, I was there for the conception too. Yes. it's a men's to, show. It's a yes. brave men. Okay. So, okay. so I was there for both parts of that. But I didn't carry that child. Right. I mean, that's an amazing thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just I, I I don't know if a woman's ever more beautiful than when they're pregnant. I mean it's it's there's something about it it's remarkable. It is
0: remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. And it is kind of the thing that um you know, wasn't it one of your friends that said something? I like, don't worry about it. It's only a year out of their life, or something. No, 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 no. Or it was a was it? It was
1: Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was my dad's friend, or dad. You know, my dad's friend, Gavin McLeod, who was uh, Murray, and it was Ted Baxter and Ted saying to him, "Murray's wife's pregnant." He said, oh, my wife's pregnant. And Ted says, hey, you know, it's a few hours at the hospital. Come on. It's not like taking a year out of her life or it's anything. An hour of your life. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right? And not an hour, by the way. Let's just talk <laughs> a few about hours, that. yes.
1: <laughs> Man, it can be more than that. What an yeah, amazing thing be. to birth a child and to hold that child for the first time. What was that like for you with your first, with Lindsay?
0: Oh, with Lindsay, wow. That was a moment. You know, I mean, um, we had prayed for that little girl. Mm. We had prayed for that child, you know, for a long time. And. I felt like, um, well, you know, God. God just basically whispered in my ear that I was pregnant. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I that. So
0: that was a really. It's an amazing story that sometimes I forget mm. how miraculous it was. Looking back on that, you know, that um, we had waited a long time for her. Yeah. Um, we'd gone through all the tests, and you know, yeah, it wasn't
1: for lack of trying.
0: It wasn't for lack yeah. of trying. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying. We were eager yeah, to try. Eager to try. Um, but it mm. just was, and every month that went by when I wasn't pregnant was really sad. It, it was really. Yeah. It became really hard. And then you know we just. Um, I think the doctor told us that the next step would have to be like a and C or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know. I'm not going to do that. We're just going to trust God for yeah. this thing because obviously there was nothing wrong with either one of us. Yeah. That's what we were told. And so sometimes you just have to trust God's timing. Yeah. And I really understand the um, the struggle of of that. You know, I think for yeah. me, I, I carry a uh, huge heart for women who yeah. struggle getting pregnant because yeah, we, we did have that. And yeah. But then... And there are so many amazing things you can do anymore about that. But we didn't do that. And we just tried to rest in not even a real promise, just just a sense that God knew, you know, that his timing was perfect for us. And um, yeah, so well,
1: that that uh, Lindsay was born December the 6th, Mm -hmm. 1977. Right. So uh, that previous New Year's Eve, you and I stayed home, didn't go out with friends or anything. And we stayed home and did communion.
0: Yeah. Remember that?
1: Yeah, we did. And, uh, man, it was a special time. I think now of the communion we just did in our mm-hmm. journey together when you had cancer. Yes. And uh, how we did communion together and prayed over that, and how the Lord has so graciously answered prayer on this. And today, as you sit here, you're cancer free. I am. Yeah.
0: God is good. And so you know, it was, was it? I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I just think that... Um, One of the biggest things that we as a couple, we have always just known, um, we, we have just seen God take us through so many things in our lives. Yeah. And when this happened, when we got this diagnosis, boy, we're really getting away from motherhood right now, but Mm. this is part of our journey. Yeah. It's
1: part of a journey of being a mom though. There's stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just that, you know, I remember telling my kids because we had to tell them that there was a possibility that Mm -hmm. something was wrong. And I just remember feeling just this sense of like, listen, um, you know, your dad and I have been through many, many things in our lives and many difficult things, many really hard things. Mm -hmm. Um, and God has never failed us. Never. And so, you know, when you've gone through a few things in your life and you have, you know, stood on the promises of God, and you lean into those things. And even when you don't think something is happening, God is a redeemer, yeah. and He redeemed um, this situation as He has redeemed many others in our lives. And I knew telling them, um, I thought, you know, this is my truth. This is what I know about God. Yeah. And um, so, from a sense of knowing who he was and knowing mm. what he can do and what he would do we just believed god and yeah. um and god did give me a couple of scriptures and we had a great hope going into this yeah. our doctors were very positive and so we had that hope obviously but but um it's still a journey you have to walk through it's still something that you have to guard your thoughts about and your heart and your mind because mm-hmm. the enemy comes in and he tries to speak lies to you or make you doubt. And um, that's when we just really have to, we have to know who God is in yeah. our journey. We have to begin at some point to really trust him with our lives and who he says he is.
1: So when we're talking about rooting for our kids and there you are with Lindsay and, and God told you, uh, you just had this whisper. Mm-hmm. from the Lord when you, it was uh, June, was it June? Were you sitting on the beach?
0: No, I was sitting or, in our, we were in our condo in Corona Del Mar. Yeah. <clears throat> and you were overseas traveling and we, we did pray over that year. Yeah. We did pray at the beginning of that year, but it was a really difficult year for us. Um, you had a difficult time at your work. Yeah. There were some things. Yeah, some heavy dynamics. that you were yeah. going on okay. in your work. and. There's some things for me that just hadn't panned out quite the way I thought they were going to, and I was a bit discouraged. And um, gosh, I can't remember what program I was—I was watching something on TV, and it was about faith. And I can't think of the exact program at the morn at this moment, but. I just all of a sudden felt the Lord just speak to me mm. and just whisper, you're
1: pregnant you're,
0: wow. in my ear. <laughs> so, so. And it was almost like for me, I just did one of these things where it was like looking around, like, you know, the old Bill Cosby thing. where like, was that you, God? <sighs> was that you, God? Thing. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I felt like in that moment I was supposed to wait mm. for a few weeks before going to the doctor. So I did that. And I think you came home and yeah. I told you what had happened to me. Yeah. And then I went to the doctor and I was 12 weeks pregnant. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. God answers this prayer. And amazing. we pray for everybody who's going through that right now. Mm-hmm. There's yes. so many. Mother's Day has uh, is a beautiful time.
0: Yeah, it is. But
1: at the same time, there's also many dynamics. People who are praying for children, people who are... Uh, trying to adopt children, and, it, and it's a difficult process sometimes. Right. We have others who have just lost their mom, you know, and going through those difficult times. And so there's a lot of dynamics, and so we pray for everyone who's going through that kind of thing. Absolutely. When you, when you think of being a mom and, and praying for your children, is, you know, that's one of the things I think that uh, my dad said one time, he said um, he tried to outrun God, but he couldn't outrun his mother's prayers. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: when he was a sailor in World War II. And I think there's something there, babe.
0: I think prayer is, um, our greatest weapon, whether, Mm. whether we are a mom or a dad, anybody, I, I think prayer is, um, one of the greatest weapons we have. Mm. One of the greatest advocates we have, you know, is that we can take anything to God. There are times when you, um, that's what you're actually doing. You are, you are petitioning God for your children, you know, because as much as you love your children and you wish that you could save them from Mm.
1: every little hurt, every
0: little hurt and disappointment and everything. And I think that's a huge thing as a mom, you know, once you're a mom, you're always a mom. So it's true. Uh, you can't remove that feeling Mm. from yourself. You know, I mean, um, you just want to take their pain and you can't. And there have been times where, um, our kids have been going through really, really, really difficult things, and I had to get very vigilant um, about that and and really take them to the Lord and fast for them and pray for them. Yep. Uh, and I think that we need to remember that. I think sometimes we get discouraged, overwhelmed with our situations, and we have to remember that God is our advocate and that there's not anything that's not known to Him So there's not anything that's a surprise to him. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to come to him with every petition that we have. Some of those times require a deeper deeper level. You know, there are are days when my prayer life isn't all that great, but there are times when when I'm consistent with that, that God can speak to me and show me things that are unseen, in the unseen, you know? And I think, too, that it's good to have scriptures like I have asked for specific things for my kids. um, And I think the word is full of promises for you as a mom. But there is there is really no greater prayer than a mother's prayer. Uh, I was listening to my friend Leanne talk about um, her. And I have a couple of friends who have who who have done this, Chris Blue and a couple others. And I have done this myself that seeing their children in the middle of drug addiction or whatever their their problem is, they would take a picture of their child when Mm. they were younger and smiling and happy and put those things up, you know, like make a vision board for their kids and just, you know, scriptures. And those are things that you... You keep in front of your face. Yeah. You keep in front of your face because you know that God's not through with them and the enemy's a liar and all he does Amen. is want to on, rob, man. kill and destroy yeah. your children and your family. And so when we know that we can stand against that and we can we can believe God for answers.
1: Amen. You know, God does not consult your past to create your future. Right. And and that's that's a mom. That's a heart of a mom. You know, God has. You know, in, in that sense, God is male and female, right? He's, he's all those attributes, love and affection and, and generosity and strength. And, and uh, you know, I'm talking to my wife, Judy. Uh, I'm Paul Cole. This is Brave Men. This is our Mother's Day special. And so I, I pulled my wife in who's like, I'm not sure. What are you going to say to me? How are you going? Where are you going on this thing? But, you know, when you start talking about being a mom, I don't know uh, a better mom in the world in that sense I than my beautiful wife. And so um, what would have been, you know, now, okay, so let's, mm-hmm. so here, that was some heavy stuff. So we talked about some things, but there's also all the crazy stuff that happens, right? So now you're, <laughs> your mom, let me tell this, let me kind of get the story straight. And the, and the kids were uh, Lindsay was the oldest, and then there was Brandon and Bryce, and Brandon and Bryce are one year and two days apart. Yes. Right?
0: Yes, that is true.
1: That is true. So now they're five years in range. Is that right?
0: No. Lindsay was four when Bryce was born. Hello.
1: So you had three children, four and under. That's right. Okay. So good for PC Okay, so we get it Even took a while to get for started. A GC. <laughs> yeah,
0: remember that carrying the child thing we just talked about? <laughs> oh, that's
1: right, that's yeah. right, that's right. And so, uh, so you walked into a story, I think you had you have. So this is a couple years later, and now you've got a two-year-old maybe or three-year-old probably running around, and a four-year-old running around, and a seven-year-old little girl. Is that right? And you walked into Albertsons. Is there, isn't this is, am I getting the story straight well I because just picked
0: them up from school which was a bad school. idea and I decided to go to the grocery store which was also a bad idea <laughs> so I had all three of them and I don't remember how old they were were but they were they were not well behaved this day and um, I walked into the store and you know, Bryce, who I think was maybe three at the time, ran to the. We used to have these videos, you know, old videos that were on display and candy. And then Lindsay ran off to the book. So they were climbing on, the boys ran to the videos and the candy.
1: And the candy. And
0: Lindsay ran to a book thing. Book thing. And the bookshelf fell down in the video store. Oh, part, the, book, the, the candy like part. He,
1: One of the boys pulled the candy down.
0: Yeah, and yeah, so I just, thing. yeah, and I'm just like, and I'm and literally. And then one of
1: them run into one of the carts.
0: Well, no, Lindsay's just, Mama, can,
1: I have, mommy has... Mama, can I have
0: this? can have this? And I'm just like, okay, just grab their hand and quickly just walked right back out of the store. Yeah. It was, <laughs> he
1: walked it into was the bad. store. You're there 30 seconds. It was bad. Lockout. It was
0: really bad. With all mm-hmm. three
1: of them. Yeah, uh-huh. So
0: It was so bad. I,
1: I don't know. I guess it's funny now.
0: It's funny now.
1: Yeah, it's yes, funny now. At the
0: moment I was ready to kill all three of them. <laughs> Get in the car.
1: And then the time that, that Lindsay decided to be a hairdresser.
0: Oh yeah, that was a great day. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and, and this it, is this is um also one of the things that um earlier on, um, you traveled well, you have traveled our entire life, yeah, but um, yeah. when the kids were younger
1: Well, we were I was in business for most of our married life and traveled a lot in business and then in ministry stuff. So this was one of those, yeah,
0: yeah, this is one of those days where mom was home by herself and it just about had it with them.
1: Mom home alone. Mm.
0: And so I, I was so mad at them all for whatever reason, I have no idea. And I made them all go to their rooms. And then I just, (laughs) and you know, I just wanted them out of my sight for a minute. And, um, so then All of a sudden, they all come walking back.
1: It gets real quiet.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think too, because I think what had also happened is, I think what had precipitated them going to their room was that the boys had gotten into the refrigerator.
1: They got into a bunch of Dr. Peppers.
0: Dr. Pepper, and somehow opened just one. Well, they couldn't open them.
1: They couldn't open them all the way, so they started squirting.
0: Yeah, so they yeah. exactly so the so soda cans That, that are went everywhere, all over. and they also got into some cheese nips Cheez-nips or something. Yeah, and so I had nips. Dr. Pepper and cheese nips all over the floor. God all only knows kitchen. what I was doing while they were doing this, because obviously I was not in the kitchen. Well, you're probably I no washing idea. clothes
1: or something, momish. Yes,
0: yeah, so I was probably doing some heavy labor of some kind, <laughs> trying to maintain the family. But um, anyway. I go to get them and they, or they came walking down the hallway and I took one look at Bryce's hair, Brandon's <laughs> hair, and just sent them back because Lindsay had cut their hair. She
1: not only just cut it. So here's Bryce with hair all that used to hang down all the way around his face yeah. and stuff, hang down. And she had cut just the middle. Just so the middle. So it just middle. went across, up, it was so across, and then down. Yes. And then mm. Brandon had kind of spiky here and it's just the front's cut off just the front yeah <laughs> front where you would normally spike oh, it man. up it and
0: i think cut. i just sat down in the middle of the floor and just had a complete meltdown <laughs> so you probably came home to a blubbering but i think you could always tell if the day was going well or not cuz you'd call and you go hey and hey. i go hey
1: hey yeah <laughs> yeah well, those are the things, and then and, and, but you but you just continue to root for your your kids, and you love them and hug them and nourish them. So uh, you, you've yes, got to. Yes, after um, you get over
0: it. After you get over it. <laughs> Mommy had a meltdown. I still love you. Don't Mommy had a meltdown. Let me have I still those scissors. love you.
1: Yeah. And you wrote down some notes. Mm. You wrote down some stuff. Is it good stuff? Do are you want You going to pull them out? Or, um,
0: or are you just going to let me? Yes, you're going to. Continue am I leading on. into it? You're continuing on. I am? I think so.
1: Oh, okay. Am I leading into that or what? Am <laughs> I... This is how you stay married 50 years.
0: Yeah, but they have to be in context. So it has to be in
1: sure. context. Yes. Okay, so. it can't be humorous because this is heavy. What you wrote down was no, heavy? No, it's not heavy. Okay.
0: It's just my truth, you know, yeah. things that I believe. That's all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're awesome, baby. I love you. And, uh, and you've had to, you know, you've, you know, in people in ministry, and uh, if you've got a pastor, if you are a pastor, it's, you, you would understand if you've got a, a if you're a wife to a, a pastor, or if you're a pastor, you got a wife, if you're in ministry, if you travel, if you're in business, like my friend, Claire Hoover, that I just met today, he's, he, he's traveled 200 days a year. He did that for 15 years, setting up their business. Mm. And uh, That's a lot. That's a lot. And yeah. then when he hit 40, you know, his wife said, okay, change, shift, and he did. He shift. changed, shifted, and, and continued to build and found a different way to do it. Yeah. But the fact is, you know, we're gone a lot sometimes, and, and you have to carry on. You have to live each day. Right. Carry on with the kids. You do. And uh, what was it that sustained you in those times?
0: You know, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking that— um one of the things that I had to learn early on, and I think um, it's a bit controversial today, I guess, but when I was a young mom and I was trying to figure out how to do it all without getting overwhelmed, um, I read a book, and more with Lindsay actually, because you know your first one's kind of your uh, guinea pig, That's if you will, case, yeah. because you don't—you've never been down this <laughs> yeah, road before. Right. And I read um, *The Strong-Willed Child* by Dr. Dobson, yeah. and yeah. I, I think that yes and and today he's I heard someone feel like say that he's a bit controversial and I think the only reason for that would be that um what I felt he 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 gave me was um a way to be consistent mm-hmm. yeah I felt like I didn't really I think early on when and I know that sounds kind of crazy but you want to be your child's best friend in a way. But that's not our role. Mm, My role is not to be my child's best friend. Um, It's my role to be a mom and to steward that child. And that doesn't mean I can't be their best friend. It just means that that's not what i need to be i need i am the steward of that baby's life mm-hmm. that young that young child's life and so i think one of the hardest things for moms and dads too is just that being consistent
1: yeah no no question
0: but i think that that, that book came me, kind of gave me an insight and so it just gave me tools to say yeah, look a structure and tools this is what's going to happen if you misbehave this is what mom's going to do and this is what's going to happen um if you're if you're misbehaving, and I think um, I think that's a bit controversial today because I think, and it doesn't have to mean that you get a spanking. It can be time out. It could be whatever. But for me, it was just like, when I say one, two, three, this is what's going to happen. Now I did paddle my kids, and my daughter to this day remembers my brush because one of the things I learned is that it doesn't matter if you're out in the store, or if you're at home, that. You still need to to behave the way that you've been raised to behave. Yeah, and there's results. If you results. act up in a store, yeah. if you decide you're going to throw a tantrum, then mommy will take care. There's of There's results to behavior. Yeah, yeah. and um, right, and so I think that that for me, that book kind of helped me to maintain some sense of order. Yeah, when, consistent,
1: consistent when framework. You were gone, right. Yeah. Yeah, Here's what it is. And here's how things work. Right. And I think that, you know, to me with, uh, with children, they want to know what that is. Mm-hmm. They want to know where's, where, cause kids are always going to push.
0: It's always. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're strong willed people. Yeah. They're little people. I want
1: this. I want that. I want this. I want right. that. Why? Cause they're the center of their universe. Right. Children are selfish by nature because we are selfish by nature. And so that's why the new birth changes us from being selfish to being generous, but but with a child they have to be taught.
0: They need to be taught and stewarded well, and um, I I think that that's so important because you know you don't want to be negotiating with your child if they run Come out on. into the street. Yeah. You, know, you want to be no, able at for that them point to you know have to be able when to say, you say, "Don't do that." <laughs> that they understand, you know, "Don't yeah. do that." Yeah. Um, You know, and within that is there is grace and love and kindness and all the things that come with being a parent and a mom. Well, there you
1: go. I think that you hit something really strong right there, baby, is is that uh, is that when you discipline your child discipline, when we when we study the the life of Christ and we study what happens in the Bible, we see that discipline always comes out of God's love Mm -hmm. for us. Right, His discipline comes out of his love. Jesus desire for people was to always be better. So true discipline doesn't come out of anger or you're embarrassed because they acted up when you're in Walmart or whatever. It has to come out of love. You, you know, I love you, so you're not going to be this way. Right, right. And and I and I love me, so you can't do this to me.
0: <laughs> but I also will say that um, you know that was um, that was not easy. But you know, even though you traveled a lot. Um, I think our kids felt always felt very safe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because you were you were a, an excellent dad and when you came home, um, you know, you were there. You were completely involved Present. and you may have done the thing that you tell other guys to do. You may have pulled over to the side of the road and yeah, I did. settled your mind and I said, Okay, it. I'm I I have to go home now. But all we knew was that when you walked in the door you were ready yep. and and you were um so present for your kids, and I think that has played a large role in, you know, just the fact that they always felt safe, even though dad wasn't home all the time, even though we fought or whatever, we had our normal things. We but did? They, they, yes. Somebody I asked know, me know, shock, time. shock and awe happened <laughs> happening I had a, right remember now. That, remember
1: that time? It's been a number of years ago. I had a young man that was uh, in our IT department or company, and a and, uh, young man named John... <laughs> They'd been married about five years, he and his wife, and he came into me and he was just distraught. Walked into my office, said Mr. Cole, can I talk to you? Yeah, sure. Have a seat. He goes, Man, I'm just jacked up. I said, What's wrong, John? So my wife and I had an argument. She said, really? Okay. But like, I'm thinking some earth shaking thing. He says, No, we had an argument. I said, No, I mean like over what? Was this like, you know, another woman or something another guy? What he goes, no, we just we had a discussion. I forget even what it was. Some mundane thing. They've never
0: had an argument. They never had an argument. Yeah. Five years. He I'm, said, "I'm Do trying you, to wrap my brain around." That. <laughs> Do you have?
1: Hey, <laughs> so uh, he said, he said, uh, "Do you have a scripture for that? You know, for us to help <laughs> us?" And I said, uh, "Well, the only one that comes to my job that's really been for Judy and I, our center of scripture <laughs> is uh, iron that's sharpens me. iron." <laughs> 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 Oh boy! <laughs> well, because it, that also speaks of faithfulness, right? That's what that scripture speaks to. It Talks about the faithfulness of a brother. Iron, iron sharpens iron, and I, I just I just cracked up. I never forgot that guy. It's like, you yeah. know. So we have we have our uh, things.
0: We have our things. We have and our iron um, sharpens iron. But
1: remember, uh, we went to a marriage thing one time, and they did those boxes.
0: Remember did that? I check off everyone. No, 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 oh. no. Remember the. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What? Yeah, remember that. Remember that deal. They they did that. The little boxes. And they go. Okay, these people are compatible. These aren't. And he goes. Okay, this one over here and this one over here should never get married. And we look at each other. and We go. Uh-oh. Where are those
0: two? Where are those two. <laughs> Type A's all the way. Firstborns. Oh whatever. shoot! Yeah. yeah, we're
1: both firstborns. Too. I think
0: people are still shocked that we've lasted. Really? Yeah. No. Especially when we were. Yeah. Well,
1: when we were first. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe so. Well,
0: when we yeah. were dating.
1: We were dating. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know. But we don't have to talk about that, right?
0: No, we don't. Okay, Let's good. not because.
1: Well, I mean, it's like, it's that uh, who wrote the book? Who wrote the book? Uh, uh, women are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti. Men are like waffles. We compartmentalize, right? We got a little compartment. We've
0: survived all that, and so we women, don't need, and to. Everything's we all don't need connected. to go back. <laughs> Let's not
1: go back. I mean, it seems to me sometime uh, back we were listening to a song on the radio or something in a car, and you go.
0: So we are going to go back? No, now? no,
1: we won't go back. Okay. It okay. just reminded you of stuff. And I'm like, nah, it's just a good song. <laughs> you go, no, don't you Women remember? Women out there,
0: you feel me, right?
1: You yeah. feel me. You, don't you remember? So, uh, I, you know, here's the thing. And also the other thing I want to do is, is I want to make sure that all of us pray for those who have, uh, who have lost a mom. And I want to talk about the attributes you, you learn from your mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And because uh, we just your mom just went to be with the Lord just a couple of years ago. And uh, but we have those who have just recently lost their moms. We have others who are not able, have not been able to get pregnant, be with child. And we want to pray for them. And and those are things we should remember and be cognizant of in this motor state. We also have a number of women who who nobody would ever know, but they had an abortion. And so we need to pray for that because that comes up at this time. You think about those things. And then we have others who have gone through different, their, their relationship with their mom is strained or it's, it's torn right now. Mother's Day presents these big challenges. And I think these are the things we need to continue to pray for and hold in our hearts for people, even as we enjoy the beauty of Mother's Day.
0: Yeah.
1: You had an amazing mom.
0: I did have an amazing mom. Can I go back for a second, yeah, though? Sure. I wanted to say you that do I thing do— You do
1: you Mother's Day show.
0: I do feel very strongly. I have such a huge uh, respect and regard for single moms.
1: Single moms. That's and, the other one. And,
0: um, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about yeah. that I think for single moms, you know, I, I knew that I could, like, hand over—even though you were gone a lot, I still had you. You know
1: right, right.
0: and I could talk to you on the phone, and I could vent my feelings and whatever, um and I could hand over the load or part of the load of that when mm-hmm. you got home, and I just think how courageous and tenacious yeah, and okay. amazing um, single moms are, that they do everything on their own, and I would remind them also there's a beautiful psalm um that that means a lot to me. And it's Psalms 103, verse five, and I'm going to read it out of the Amplified because it says that God satisfies your necessity and desire at your personal age and situation with good so that mm. your youth renewed is like the eagles, strong, overcoming, and soaring. And I love that verse because I think it's so unique to wow. each person. I kind of obviously re- relate it to a woman, but I think... It's for any of us, you know, that God knows us, he knows the struggle we're in, and he knows um, how hard it is, and that mm-hmm. he restores us in those moments, um, and he gives us what we need. Um, and I think it's, it's really important to know that there is something that, where God is so specific in his promises to us. So yeah. I would just say that I just have a huge regard for women who have had to just kind of do it on their own. Yeah. And and if you're a divorced single woman, that you've had to deal with the rejection of somebody. Yeah, yeah,
1: the death of a marriage.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, I think stepmoms, I think stepping into a role of being a mom, my goodness, I think that for me would be...
1: Well, we've watched I would just feel really insecure in my... And we've seen it. And we've seen it.
0: Yeah, I think it's amazing. We've seen...
1: Good ones and bad ones and everything in between, you know, and people even with adult children still walking through it, maybe where they've been a stepmom for 10 or 15 or 20 years.
0: Right. Well, that's how my mom was, you mm. know, and I and I watched my mom. Um, so really kind of crazy with my mom because my mother lost we lost my father in February. Um, and then I was in a really bad motorcycle This is when accident. you were 15. Yes, and um, in the night before Easter of that same year, so four months later, I was in a really bad motorcycle mm-hmm. accident. So my mom had no one, As a you know, and mom. I was in the hospital for three yeah. months, and um, you know, she had three. I had three brothers, so she had three young sons that she had to deal with, and um, I was in not great shape in yeah. the hospital. Um, I think trauma-wise, more more in my emotionally side of me was really, you know, terrified for her. And I wouldn't let her leave the room. I remember those yeah. things. And, you know, here she is trying to handle all of this. Plus, you know, when they called her, they didn't say whether I was dead or alive. So she didn't know. Wow. So she had to... And like, she had just
1: lost her husband. She had just lost her Your husband, dad.
0: you know, three months before that. So we ended up moving to Northern California. My grandpa... And she did find some help. One of my aunts came and stayed with my brothers. But you know, completely just dealing with that. And she was only 35 years yeah. old at the time, you know, and her whole world had just collapsed. Yeah. And so she moved to Northern California. My grandparents at the time were able to, uh, they bought our little house and we moved, you know, from Central California to the Bay Area, Northern Cal. And my mom just was a survivor, you know, um, we had hardly anything. We didn't have any money at all. She used to make all my clothes, which was nice and bad at the same time because,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, you know, yeah. um, and I remember, um, you know, and again, as a teenager, you're pretty much involved or as a child in particular, you're just involved in your own world. So probably it wasn't until years later what I realized, you know, what a sacrifice she had and she went to work and, um, I ended up having to babysit a lot when I was younger and I really resented that. But, you know, at the same time, you know, it was, she didn't have any other options. Yeah, yeah. So I think what I learned from my mother and my mother, her favorite song was Greatest I Faithfulness. Yeah. And the greatest gift I got over the last few years was, well, my mother ended up moving to Texas, you know. And she lived the last 19 years of her life in Texas. So yeah. that was a, a huge gift to me and to my grand to my grandchildren and to my children, yeah. actually. To
1: know Grandma Jackie.
0: To know Grandma Jackie. Yeah. And I remember she shared one time at church. We had her share on a yeah. Mother's Day. That's right. And she talked about how how she just really trusted God, that she just, in moments when she didn't know what to do, she just really trusted God. And I call it simple faith, but it's, um, it was amazing faith. You know, she, all of her children, um, we were in church every Sunday. We went to everything. Um, and I, I learned to love Jesus, you know, and I, I grew up with this amazing faith and all of her kids, love and serve the Lord. Yeah, they um, do. Nobody yeah. has gone up on some crazy path. Well, maybe a little bit, but overall we've... <laughs> overall. Overall, you know, yeah, and exactly. our and our grandkids yeah. know the Lord. And yeah. Um, yeah, so amazing she left it. Yeah, she was a pretty amazing woman. And she yeah. had a lot of strength and fortitude, mm. you know. She just... And I think I think that's what's lacking sometimes. I think, you know, it's just like you just have to... Do what you have to do.
1: Yeah, fortitude. You can't you know? you just don't bail out, be a victim.
0: Right. Say, okay, we're you gonna I'm just... gonna go
1: this thing through this thing with me and God. Yeah. And uh, you know, she was an amazing woman. You learned a lot of things from her. I remember when she did that uh here at our church that the uh, Brandon pastors now. It was right here in this place, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. That yeah, was amazing.
0: Yeah. And um you know, and I think it. W- I think it ministered to not just the women, but it also yeah, ministered no to question. you know because we have a lot of single dads out there as well. Yeah. You know, and we're all in the single same parents. boat trying to make it work. There's
1: right? one other group I'm praying for because mm-hmm. we we have our daughter-in-law passed away two and a half years ago, and I mm-hmm. think of Mary.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Mother's Day is a difficult time for a lot of moms.
0: Yeah,
1: that uh, have lost a child. I think of a little a uh, girl who just lost her life last last uh, week here in Fort Worth where we live, a four-year-old. And I think of the parents, and I think of that mom. So these are things that Mother's Day, we enjoy things, but there's people we need to pray for, reach out to, love on, uh, embrace them, and um, single moms, moms who have lost somebody. I think that's, uh, those are difficult things, but all in all... Um, what a, what a delight and what a special privilege to be a mom.
0: Without a doubt, it really is. Um, and I think, you know, I think the whole thing for us, for you and I, the way you started out this, this, um, podcast was talking about how did we stay, how did we do it for 50 yeah, years? How do you and, do you know, um, One of the people I most admire is someone named Bobby Houston, and she's written a book called "Stay the Path." And for me, um, that's really what it's all about—not giving up. And you know, in moments where you really want to, and listen, there have been many of those moments. Well, I've given you you a number
1: of moments. I've helped make you a woman of prayer. You have. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's (laughs) give you a slow clap
0: for that. No, it's oh God,
1: help this man (laughs) get it.
0: Um. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I just think the whole, uh, just, you know, keep your eyes on Jesus, keep them fixed on Jesus. Don't give up. Um, because if you don't give up, you'll, you'll see, you know, the longevity of things is what, you know, in in that longevity is your story. Yeah. And nobody can ever take your story of God's faithfulness. You know, if you, if you have walked with Jesus for any length of time, um, even in the disappointments, you know that God is faithful God is faithful, and he'll be faithful to you in your moment, in your particular need and in your particular situation, because he's, he's unique in that he loves us uniquely and he loves us um, as a lover and he as loves a you father with a passion. and all of that. Yeah, loves you yeah. with a
1: passion and and you can't, you can't improve on it. You can't. Stop it. You can't push him away. He loves you with a passion.
0: You and, know, and uh, I and I would say too that this year has been a really challenging year for a lot of moms because the whole COVID oh thing goodness, and having yeah. to have your kids at home while you work and having to um, have your kids be online and be at home with you when you're not used to it, you know. Trying to figure so, out child care and. Yeah, all of that. I mean, my goodness, shout out to moms everywhere, you know, because this has been, this has been difficult on many levels. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, and I also would say, I think one of the things, this is a thing I think has been supporting, you know, moms or wives. Um, I think it's really important to, like you did, to be in the moment, to remember to be in the moment, to Mm -hmm. be sacrificial in your love. You know, yeah. I think we just need to learn how we have to, um, at times just lay down our lives for one another, even if we don't feel yeah. like it. And I think that whole thing of, you know, being present for, for your kids and for yeah, your wife no question. and you took me away. We went yeah. away, we yeah. got away, we did those kinds of things, which is good for your kids and yeah,
1: for you. Good for so. your soul. Yeah. And then also, you know, I would give you that, you know, five point directive at the start of each week. Here's <laughs> what I expect you were really good at following that. <laughs> I would have been dead. Yeah. I would have just, you just, I would just, I, <laughs> do
0: you remember that? Like slowly ripping up of the paper. I'm sorry. This is oh, not going to work Oh shoot, That would me. have
1: been funny. You know, let me just finish one thing. Somebody, again, this is being married 50 year thing as well, You know, it's part of being the mother's day special woman, celebrating woman and, uh, being married 50 years. I, 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 uh, joked recently with somebody, a friend of mine, he introduced his wife, said, I married my best friend. And I'm going, dude, I, I, one thing I never thought about was, was sleeping with my best friend when I was in high school because <laughs> that would have been awkward. And so uh, mm-hmm. I think just calling you my best friend actually would dial you back from who you are really in my life. You're a bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. And as, that's way beyond just a best friend. You're so much more than that. Mm. And I thank God for you, baby.
0: Mm-hmm. And I thank
1: God for us. Yes. Amen. You know, and I celebrate us. And um, brave men. This is what we do. Build men and not hug their kids. Uh, some of the stuff you shared was amazing. You should, we should put this in a book. Except we would have to write it.
0: Yeah. Together. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just do podcasts. would be easier. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Then we could transcribe it. That'd be cool. <laughs> anyway, you're an amazing mom and I thank God for you. And I thank God for and your children love you with a passion. Your grandchildren love you. And I pray that for every single man, in every single marriage listening right now, that the Lord would so uh, instill the center of who you are with his presence, that you uh, forever are deep within the grip of his grace and love. Last words. You get the last word. I. Is that it?
0: I think I'm done.
1: Really? That's fantastic. (laughs) That I'm done? (laughs) Yeah. No, that we covered it (laughs) and that, you know, I, you know, I, I did okay in, you know, moving towards that. Well,
0: I would just encourage you guys to just rise up into the thing they know that they should be. Yeah. You know, we, we want you to do that. Yeah. We don't want you to hit us over the head with anything. We just want to be heard and seen and. Cared for. And
1: we should and do it like a marriage to... thing on that. We should do a marriage thing. Because I'm a solutions person.
0: Yes, you are. Yeah. And
1: that was so difficult. And sometimes, occasionally, it still is. To be a solution? No, to, to, for you to tell me something oh. and me to not have it solved seven seconds in.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. That oh. is a guy thing, that's, and that's not always what we're looking for at all. No,
1: not at all. <laughs>
0: but then there are times when we have to be really direct because you're not getting. Oh it. no, we don't get hints. Right?
1: No, we don't get hints. I did get a hint. That the best hint I ever had was the oh, year. Boy. Was it Christmas that I bought you a bread maker?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think now
0: listen. For some women, that's very exciting. Well, for some, yeah, for yeah me, it probably would be for it you. Was a a no.
1: woman. Yeah, and so it. So there was no hint. It was, it was very direct, and you were very kind, and you said, don't ever get me something for Christmas or my birthday that involves work.
0: <laughs> and all the women said. Amen. Amen.
1: Now, on the other hand. You did
0: give me a vacuum cleaner, though, for Mother's Day, and I think my kids almost fell they over. They almost
1: died. This is about, what, they, four years ago, five years uh, like ago? We had talked specifically about, about that. It. Yes. Yeah. it was an expensive vacuum. It was a nice one. It was. Yeah. And uh, so you were actually and I was excited actually happy. about it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So because there hadn't been a hint, it had actually been a little more than a hint. Because
0: I have a thing with vacuum cleaners. We have a. L- they
1: just die. It's a friend of me to me. They just I die. Don't know what happens. I don't know what happens to them. We've we now them, digress they die. to
0: vacuum cleaners.
1: So. Which you know. So it's <laughs> real life. This is real life. Hey, thank you for being a part of Brave Men today. You can find the materials to disciple men at cmn.men, dot men Christian Men's Network C M N and this has been our Mother's Day special with my amazing, spectacular, and sexy wife, Judy. And I'm Paul Cole. Thanks for being with us. Remember this, hope is alive. Hope has a name. Hope's name is...
0: Jesus. Come on, baby. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men.